0: Hey guys, so you are about to listen to the live with Jason. I do want to let you know there are some like technical difficulties because it froze a little bit while I had it being recorded, totally fine, but I just want to give you that heads up. There are some parts that are a little, little spotty, a little, um, I don't know. You'll see. You'll see when you listen to it, but that's what technology is for, right? To mess up all the time. But thank you guys so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy either listening for the first time or re-listening. I think it was a great live, probably my favorite live that I've done. And I want to give a shout out to the Instagram at y2k.me. She does all the recording and again, there are some like little technical glitches that you'll hear, but nothing too crazy and I hope you guys enjoy it.
1: Thanks for joining. Of course. Let me turn this up real quick. Whoa. There okay. go. What's going on? Oh, man. How's, how's yeah, quarantine it's treatment? It's getting old. That's for sure. It's definitely getting old. How are you holding up?
0: Um, doing my best. <laughs> About three <Right>? weeks then.
1: <laughs> I know. It's crazy, dude. I mean, it's, it's scary to see what's really going on out there. You know, it's like going to the grocery store. It's, it's like you go there and it's just it's like shocking you know what I it
0: mean? is it's like a movie
1: it is and I, we went up north uh last week you know the, we went up to my mother-in-law's house just to get away mm-hmm. she lives up in central california and just to get up there there's just not a car on the road it's just it's eerie it feels yeah. weird
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so thank you for joining the laguna live fam
1: as we call oh, it <laughs> hey first of all i want to say congratulations to you this is cool i have actually have a question for okay what's what, up what inspired you to start laguna Beach?
0: so my friends and i we always like watched it because i had the dvds and i saw all these pages of like one tree hill pages and all this stuff so i'm like i wonder what laguna beach people are up to and <laughs> i just, just kind of took off <laughs>
1: hey it's cool it panned out right
0: yeah now i'm talking to you so it's awesome
1: right well I, <laughs> I i commend you for what you've done it's, it's cool to Thank see you. how you you've, you've kind of kept this thing going and uh i'm happy to be here so thanks for having me
0: yeah absolutely so um i want to start off you know i give you and ashley a lot of credit for both being so open about different recoveries and addictions and was it hard to open up like that on reality tv again on the hills reboot
1: <sighs> no i mean <laughs> but you know, looking back at my story, I mean, I went through a very public battle with addiction. So yeah. for me to, to go on and be on the other side, it was actually, that's the only reason we went back on the show was to give people hope and insight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that recovery is possible and that you can actually have a life that's absolutely, absolutely worth living. Uh, because, you know, I mean, being on the show back in the day, I mean, you got to see the, the turmoil and the wreckage that I was going through and, you know, the ultimate downfall. I mean, it's, you can kind of look at the scenarios, like we're going to beach the Hills and then celebrity rehab. So right. it was on, <laughs> it was on a, a steady decline, but, uh, you know, it, uh, it was, it was one hell of a ride. But again, as I really believe that God put me here for a reason that's in to be able to help out and give back. And, you know, there's so many people that we've impacted now. And I mean, there's, Organizations that we've started, we donated almost 1.5 million dollars in treatment scholarships in the last uh, like awesome. 16 months. So it's been it's been incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean, was it kind of hard to shed that like bad boy stigma? Do you think even when you were talking about your sobriety, do you think people were still like, yeah, but you're that guy?
1: yeah and look i mean but i also say it's like you know addiction doesn't dictate who you are but it doesn't justify your actions so i think it's important to understand that when i was actively in my disease i truly i lost sight of who i was you know what Mm -hmm. i mean
0: right so when i got
1: sober and i really found myself i mean because the biggest challenge i had and the reason i drank so much was because i was uncomfortable in my own skin what i saw Mm -hmm. in the mirror was not what was portrayed or projected on the outside you know and and that's something that i talk a lot about is like the internal shaming the guilt you know and I really, really lost who I was when I did this, you know, when I did the show, so.
0: So, I watched a couple episodes of your new YouTube series with Ashley, Jaws. Yes. And is it kind of nice to have creative control for once?
1: It's different. Well, (laughs) 100%, it's different. And actually, I'll share with you, I mean, even MTV was very hesitant that we were even going to do anything. We're like, no, it's solely around recovery, so you know we, we it's cool to have you know the reins and to really talk openly and candid about what we're going through and i think so many people especially now you know during isolation and being cooped up i mean you know substance abuse mental health suicide you know addiction everything's on the up and up right now like in a negative way which is it's right. really scary you know so i think for us to be able to to share that we're not saying we have all the answers by any means but we're saying you know by us being open and vulnerable you know by expressing vulnerability it creates humility right so i think for us sharing our story and sharing our testimony it can relate to people and to let them know that there's you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel
0: yeah absolutely so how are you dealing with your addiction during quarantine is it is it difficult
1: it it, it it's de- it's challenging man i thank god for technology and you know yeah. Zoom meetings and different things that i mean look, the number one form of happiness is through human connection, right? And I mean, especially for alcoholics and addicts, I mean, we love to connect with people and I mean, that's, that's kind of our go-to. And when we're removed from that, it's hard, but thank God for having like a routine and a structure and a schedule Uh, It's something that is is definitely saved me. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's definitely challenging at times. I love my wife, love my daughter, but being confined and then (laughs) you know with them twenty four seven and vice versa, it's challenging compared to when I was. You know, I had my work routine. You know, whether we were filming or not, I still have a couple other things that I do outside of that. So my my time was pretty occupied, and then to try to do that stuff in a you know in a uh, in isolation and in a confinement, it's been very challenging.
0: Well, I speak for everybody that we're really proud of you and i think it's awesome how open you are because i know I it's not an easy thing and you do have a big platform so
1: <laughs> i appreciate that no i mean again it's it's we just want to give back we want to help uh you know and if, if i could do it anybody can do it you know it's just a prime example of you can, totally can change your life and you know don't beat yourself up don't have shame you know and and uh, don't hesitate to reach out
0: yeah yeah so um can I ask you some Laguna Hills questions?
1: Go for it. If I can, <laughs> hey, I might not remember much, but we can try.
0: <laughs> um, who do you? You're still friends with Cedric, but do you talk to anybody else from Laguna?
1: I still talk to Talon. I talk to Talon. I talk to Cedric. Um, I, I I interact sometimes with Stephen. Uh, not that much. Not like we used to by any means. You know, I, I, we stay in contact every once in a while, but other than that, not really. You know. I, kind of lost touch with everybody i'll cross paths with alex merle and and morgan sometimes but uh don't really see taylor uh don't really, don't see Kristen at all anymore uh lauren's kind of out in her own little world doing what she's doing raising her family and um now some no, other than those few that's basically it
0: have you rewatched laguna or the hills since
1: <laughs> i have it no. i have not you know, I, I've seen it when it, re, it used to, I, I don't know if it still does or not, but it rerun, it reran forever during the summer. Yeah. And I mean, I would see it on, like, Ashley would throw it on and think it was funny watching it. It was just like, <laughs> God. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, it's, it's, uh it's, it's interesting at times. But, I mean, I don't, I don't go throw it on just for, for fun. I mean, she's played a couple jokes on me.
0: Yeah. Um, what are you, like, most happy was filmed during Laguna or the Hills? Is there, like, a moment that you're happy you can look back on if you want?
1: Yeah, I mean, just see how much of a train wreck I was, you know, I think the whole <laughs> the whole thing, because I think one of the most touching things that's ever happened in this whole experience and, like, what I'm very grateful for is to have this documentary. I mean, because, look, when you're young, right, your parents document your life growing up. You know, I've been fortunate, at least my parents had pictures and childhood and all this stuff. There's not many people that get to document their, you know, like their late teenage years into the early 20s so to have this whole thing so from 18 to you know i think i was what 24 when he did it you know 25 maybe he did a true Hollywood story on my life so you got to see the good oh, okay. the bad the ugly and then the turnaround so it was like it was really cool to have that visual and to see like where my life was at where i'm at today so i think just having that as a, as a reminder is mm-hmm. really good like one thing i have that that most people would never know is in my uh in, what, in my in my restroom, you know, in my top drawer, I have one of my favorite mug shots uh, as a reminder of where I do not ever want to go again. So, I mean, it's like I have reminders of, of the past. You know, I don't look back and I don't let the past hold me back. But I have also, you know, it's just a good reminder of where I don't want to go again.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I said, I think it's so great that you are open to talk about, you know, the dark days that we kind of all watched.
1: Right. Yeah, you can't hide it, you know. I mean it's something I gotta <laughs> sure. take ownership in and, and you know, again, as I'm not proud of a lot of the things that I you know that I did back then, but I also I wouldn't change anything. You know, I've gotten to a spot today and it's been hellacious and I'm not you know, I'm so lucky to be alive you know there's so many people that that don't make it through this you know this is a cunning baffling and powerful disease mm-hmm. uh you know it's it's a primary chronic progressive and potentially fatal disease if it's untreated and i'm just so grateful that i made it through all these stages in life because it's a lot of me to find and do what i really love doing and there's no greater there's no greater joy than being able to give back and not look for anything in return
0: yeah um were you ever like treated differently by teachers or friends or anything because you were on the show
1: uh no you know what's funny is i actually did not want to do the show when it when it was there i actually (laughs) my parents convinced me they're like it would be really cool to have your senior year documented and i was like dude no because we used to make fun of it we actually didn't want want the show in the town because it brought all sorts of tourism we thought we were cool in high school right not a show stupid (laughs) you know and then, but the, 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 group, the social group, everybody that was on the show, we were all real friends, you know? So I ended up getting convinced by my parents and little did they know it was going to be the biggest nightmare of their life. But, <laughs> uh, uh, that's kind of how it happened. So at first I was very hesitant. No, I mean, nobody treated us different. I mean, at, at school, everybody was, was basically the same. Um, it definitely started to spread throughout the community. I mean, definitely people in the community started to treat you different. Some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then overnight, I mean, the show was a phenomenon. It, like I remember, I'll never forget the first right. time I was the gas station. It was just like bombarded. It was it was awkward, you know. I was like, "What the hell?" So, did you
0: ever expect that, like Laguna to no. really take off or the hills even?
1: No, I mean, I had, I literally thought we're gonna go, we're gonna do this show, It'll be cool, It'll be a one and done thing. We'll go about our lives. So, you know, I was gonna go to college for baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after the show came out, and we heard the success it had, and then Lauren obviously getting offered her, you know, the spinoff, it was just like everything changed. Everything, you know, my whole life, I'd I grown up wanting to pursue baseball and, and kind of just go do the whole college thing and go about my life that way. But that uh, that changed overnight, literally.
0: Um, why weren't you on season one?
1: Of Laguna, I was yeah. in boarding school. <laughs> <at> boarding school? <laughs> yeah, I was in boarding school. Uh, I was out in Provo, Utah, uh, right around 17s when I started to like go get 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 off track a little bit, and I agreed to go to, to boarding school. And um, you know, I didn't last long. I was there for maybe a couple months. I went to wilderness camp, which is like out in the middle of nowhere in Utah. Like
0: you yeah,
1: I literally had to make my own backpack, like whittle a spoon and uh did that whole thing i actually really liked it uh, but then from there i transitioned to this like lockdown super gnarly boarding school and i was like yeah i'm ready to come home so uh i was able to manipulate my way out of uh staying there it made my parents feel guilty and stuff and i was back at it you know a couple months later so
0: um sorry i got like a bunch of
1: questions so i'm just trying to go through that do, this is great i'm in no i mean we got time
0: yeah Um, Besides Ashley, Delilah, and your sobriety, what else are you really proud of?
1: Oh, man. Um, I mean, I'd probably say me as a father. Like, I never thought that I would be, like, the kind of dad that I am. I mean, I'm super engaged, super involved, and super present for Delilah. Um, You know, I mean, the relationship that I have with my family as well. I mean, I think just not only my immediate family being ashland like my whole family because uh, as you know like addiction runs i don't know maybe you don't know this but addiction runs in my family and by when i got sober i'm the youngest of four kids i've actually been able to help like half my family get plugged into recovery or some form of sobriety so i think that's one of the things like i'm really proud of i know it ties into like with sobriety and things like that but those are just like elements that are a spiderweb off of that. That has yeah. just been really impactful. Like to be there and to be, you know, to be able to help my brother, be able to help my aunt, my cousin, whoever it may be. That's something that you know is is we can't put a price tag on.
0: Yeah, and I see Ashley commenting. And one thing is that I go to Al-Anon because I have addiction in my family. So oh my god! It I like hearing. Is Ashley on I here? Do. What
1: is Ashley on here? She's commenting. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, you dirty dog, Ashley!
0: <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say like I really like her hearing her side of things as well.
1: Okay, it's nice. Oh yeah, man. She, what, so what's the question?
0: No, I was just saying it's nice to hear like her side of things because I go to Al-Anon because I, in my family, so I get it.
1: And that's why I think people are, like one thing I'll say to you is like it's it's so crazy because I had a gnarly relapse in our marriage when we met. Like I was I was sober a year, had five years of sobriety, you know, through that whole thing, and when I relapsed. She had no idea what to do. She never knew me under the influence, you know? So I think that's something to understand is wherever there's an alcoholic or an addict, there's a codependent and sometimes they're just as sick, if not sicker, because Mm -hmm. when I relapse, I'm not saying that it's Ashley's fault by any means, but she enabled the behavior, when she could have put a stop to it on her side a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. And, and for her, so I mean, she's like, she's had to work heavily on her side of stuff because it takes two to tango. right? Right. And again, is I take full ownership and accountability for what I did. But I also think, you know, it's important for people out there that are affected by the, you know, the disease of addiction or alcoholism or substance abuse that, you know, to to get educated on it because it's so, it's so multifaceted.
0: So someone said, can you talk about your relapse a little more? Um, Were you nervous to like openly talk about it? Because it seems like maybe you were quiet about it for a little while. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I I was at first I was because look again is is when you're in active addiction the shame the guilt and so much stuff that comes up like again as I'm wanting to be this beacon of hope for people and I don't want to become seen as this failure uh, but I also like after the after the stint of sobriety that I would had for that five years also something that attributed to the relapse that I was never privy to or was not expected i ended up going into like a gambling addiction i ended up having like imaging issues like things i've never experienced like by me getting sober i was actually able to like dr drew always tells me he's like you're actually like we're going through moments of of actually having emotional like regularities like you were experiencing things that you've never experienced before because you were numbing things for so long like you're getting into the deeper roots of stuff so other things started to surface so it was something that I never like was I was blindsided almost um and so from that point I was actually able to work on these things now it's like I thought it was just the alcoholism and maybe the cocaine but then it went into like a whole fleeting thing of other stuff which I was not ready for and I was not transparent about it you know and I think that's the biggest thing is honesty and being open and honest and that's mm-hmm. something was pleasant and your secrets keep you sick I mean that's it's plain and simple right um you know the only thing the only thing that I was hurting was myself and my family and at the end of the day is I had to get honest and again it is I'm in a spot now where I can be totally open and vocal about that because by me not getting honest it just kept me got, got me sicker and sicker..
0: Mm-hmm. Was it after the celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew? is that when you really decided to get sober or was it later?
1: No, I actually ended up, so a celebrity rehab, I went in there sober, and actually, that's where I ended up obtaining from, it was, what, July 23rd, 2010, Wow. Uh, I basically, from then, for almost five years, I had that sobriety stent, and then I kept going in and out uh, for a while, and you know, I did acquire more time, I ended up having to go back to treatment, uh, and then now, today, I mean, this is the longest time I've had in the last five years, I haven't had a year of sobriety in the last five, it's been the most challenging, and you know, excruciating thing. Um, but taking a day at a time, you know, and yeah. building the momentum and uh, just doing what I need to do.
0: Um, on Laguna, did the producers ever like help you guys get alcohol or anything? Or were they just good at like high when you drank? Oh no, we
1: we were able <laughs> we got a
0: few cups.
1: We we got it. We had it all hidden and stuff. I mean they didn't they didn't I mean they didn't condone they weren't like purchasing it for us by any means i mean we were we were locked and loaded (laughs) we had had camelbacks full of it
0: yeah was anything like now that you're looking back on say laguna days or hills days is there any storyline that you're like it didn't play out that way that wasn't real
1: see this is this is what's different is is like when i was on the shows they were a lot more real than what i guess they became okay (laughs) so like when i was on the shows they were they were soft scripted. I mean there there was storylines and stuff that were a little, you know, built out, but I guess they got like by season three, four or five of The Hills, it got way more like soft scripted, if you will. Yeah. Versus when we were on it, I mean our storylines were pretty accurate. I mean, you know, they they edited things to make things look a little bit more dramatic or, you know, pan something out. But overall it was pretty it was it was not too far off, especially during the Laguna days. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I mean we this was new for everybody. We didn't know how to play the system, you know. So, uh, what you saw is kind of what you got, and I hate to say that because <laughs> of what I did, what I did, but it was pretty true, you know. I mean, and it was it was in the thick of things, and it was it was good content.
0: So, how does it feel to be a pioneer of like docudrama reality TV?
1: Uh, it, it's. I'm not gonna lie. It's. It's pretty cool to look back and see like what's really revolutionized since the show's come out. I mean, it, you know, I, I'm. I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity to be a part of it and uh, to see what it's done because it, it revolutionized the way TV was done.
0: So say right after Laguna Season Two aired, it was crazy. You guys are on mall tours, you're going to clubs, and all this stuff. What is one moment that like really sticks out to you when you were like, "Wow, this is a big deal. Wow, I'm a part of something big."
1: When, when I saw that we were being paid to party and travel the world I mean we were doing so many appearances making so much money uh, again as we grew up and I, and I was, we had a, a, a privileged lifestyle you know we were for, very fortunate growing up and stuff but when you're 18 years old usually your parents regardless of what you come from you know has financial restrictions over you they're ones still paying your bills and doing stuff like that at 18 you know we had a lot of success be thrown at us we made way more money not from the show but everything that came from the show Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where it was like, you know, that's where everything started to domino. It was like, shit. Most of my friends are, you know, are, are looking for fake IDs, and I'm being paid to party and travel the world. Like, I'm living the dream, right? Uh, you know, and that's when it became. And it, it also, it's like, you know, it also fed to addiction though. Is it, it all? It, it kept feeding my ego, which was not good. You know, I I had an overinflated ego with an underestimated sense of self worth, which basically means, you know, I was projecting who who what I thought I was on the outside not wanting to look at what I really felt on the inside. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help everything. So things, this helped everything keep spiraling out of control.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could definitely understand that, especially when you are being told, hey, you're 18, 19, come drink and hang out.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I guess I hear Cedric is here now.
0: Yeah, Cedric just asked how much it is to date you.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. God. Cedric, I miss you, bro. I haven't seen you in like a month. <laughs> Cedric, they want to see you in the banana hammock again, man. That purple speedo.
0: Yeah, I will say, I will say that episode is probably one of the greatest the <laughs> episodes ever.
1: God, what a shit show! <laughs> Unbelievable. I, only if I, I, I'm not gonna tell you, but it was way worse than what you even saw. Really? The stuff that was yes. That night Can you hear was just like worse. a little
0: more, a little more.
1: <laughs> I was. Uh, think of what I was doing in times it by 10. Wow, okay. It was a bad night. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you still drive the hot rod at all?
1: Dude, we still have that thing. Yeah. We still have it. I, we actually, I, I haven't taken it out in a while, but uh, we still have it. We'll never get rid of that thing.
0: Yeah, that car's awesome. That thing's
1: rad. It's fun. <laughs>
0: So looking back on all of your styles, you know, you had your chin strap, you had your <laughs> a lot of highlights, you had a lot of gel in your hair, which one <laughs> makes you like cringe the most for early 2000s looks?
1: Dude, the porcupine with the chin strap, it looked, like a, <laughs> I, it looked like I had all sorts of special issues going on there. I mean, this little chin strap with the big old hair, I look like I got in a fight with like, like a, I don't, I, mean, I don't even know, it looked like I got electrocuted basically, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. But see, hey, the one thing I will tell you is I never I, my hair turns really light. Like in this like when I'm in sun and stuff. So I have this natural I everybody thinks like I dye my hair or I've always put streaks in it. I never have, ever. Oh. Once in my life.
0: I, I need yeah. to back my guy lights comment then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. It's it's like in the summer. Right now it's pretty light. I don't have like really anything in it, but uh, yeah, dude, my hair. I don't know what. See that. Don't do drugs or uh, or drink alcohol, kids. That's. I mean, that's what ends up happening to you. Is <laughs> <laughs> there
0: ever a um? Oh, is Ashley? Hi, guys. Say hi, hi, Delilah.
1: Delilah. So Keep Watching it in the other room. Hi, Delilah. Can you say hi. <laughs> Can you say hi. She's like,
0: "Who's that lady?" God.
1: <laughs> This is like a, its so funny doing this. It's such a wow. trip.
0: It's, it's so, so funny fun. <laughs> seeing you all grown up and everything. It's really when I say like we're all proud of you, I'm not making it up.
1: <laughs> no, I appreciate that. It's—I I really do. It means a lot.
0: It's and you two, so you two saved the hills reboot, and I will always say that you two have been my favorite part. And you were dirty, yeah. so dirty not being in the credits, opening credits.
1: Yeah, dude, that was that was that was that was dirty. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it was it was weird considering the history that we had. I was kind of shocked, but it is what yeah. it is. You know, like I always said,
0: Alex H. got done dirty, and you guys got done dirty.
1: No. Crap. Yeah, dude, poor Alex User man. <laughs> God bless. I haven't talked to her, and that's a that's a flash in the past. Somebody that I have said hi to recently was Jessica. Okay. Uh I haven't t- I, we we exchanged just messages. We we don't we haven't really talked, but. It was good. It seems like she's doing really well with her family, and uh, she's got a lot of kids now. Though I couldn't believe it; I didn't know she's got like three or four.
0: Yeah, four kids.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: <laughs> um, how does Delilah feel about being on camera? Is she going to be on the new season of The Hills? Oh, you can't tell. Oh, yes. yeah, a she, lot.
1: Well, I don't know about a lot, but she'll be on it. We actually, it was really. It, again, the cool thing about doing these shows and filming and stuff <laughs> is to have this again going back to like the having your senior year documented right like we actually filmed her really going to her first day of school and it was so cute she came down and I was like Delilah where are you going and she looks at me and she looks up she goes daddy I'm going to my first day of school it's so, like, oh. to have that, like it was just like it's so cool to have some of that stuff because I mean she's she's only two and a half but she's like going on like eight uh, it's, <laughs> it's crazy
0: no, I know you okay. have to. I know you have to put her to bed soon. So I'll end with this. Question. I got about
1: ten. I got like 15 more minutes. Oh,
0: okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining. Of course. <laughs> so if okay. you were to talk to like twenty-two or twenty-three-year-old Jason, what advice would you give him? I would say high school. God, feel like do 20 anything.
1: Do anything different. Everything. I, mean, I couldn't have got. Just do the opposite. It would have been the would have been my advice yeah know? honestly i think if my, i were to give myself advice at 22 years old i i would have i would have gotten a lot more educated if i could have on what i was really going through because <laughs> again as i was in such denial i didn't really want to look at it i mean by that time i knew there was a real issue but I for again that's how cunning baffling powerful addiction is i mean that thing this had me by the huevos you know i mean it did not want to let go and i mean i Look, addiction drove me to 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 not only contemplation but attempting suicide. I mean, that's how dark, deep, and dark right. it got for me. So, I mean, I, I really I would have probably said be more kind to myself would have been would have been more would have been my advice. You know, I was very I'm still very hard on myself. I'm very self critical, and uh, you know, I, I tend to overanalyze stuff a little bit. But I would have just said be kinder to yourself. You know, I endured a lot of different shit at that time. I mean, I was arrested you know, a dozen times, went to 12, 13 treatment centers from Florida to Hawaii, every state in between, uh, you know, I, I went through a lot and again, is is I, I'm not looking for sympathy, it's just more of, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's a lot for anybody to, to encounter, uh, let alone somebody that's in their early twenties, you know, to have gone through that much stuff. And, um, you know, i lost just a lot of respect for my own self.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, when I was, like, 21, 22, I had to, like, check myself because whenever I drank, I'd get blackout drunk. And I was kind of like, like, that's a slippery, slippery, bad slope. Did you ever have that feeling when you were, say, like, 18 or 19? Were you ever like, wow, I'm the drunkest person at the party? Oh, I knew that for sure. I I
1: mean, I was a shit show. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, 100%. (laughs)
0: one scene you could get rid of in Laguna what scene would it be do you think
1: the one scene I'd get rid of
0: like Um, erasing history
1: god probably probably the fashion show (laughs) if I I could delete that yeah I mean that was horrible No, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was. It is what it is.
0: (laughs) Um, Getting back into, like, the Hills, doing it again, doing the new beginnings, was it hard to get back with that group of people again? Because I know there was, like, a lot said by, say, like, Spencer and Heidi, or has everyone just grown up and moved on, or were there, like, talks where you're kind of like, listen, you were awful? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I th- look, I-, I will say this, you know, I'm not going to pigeonhole anybody or anything like that. I'll right. say, yeah,
0: I don't need names. I don't need names. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll say
1: there's some people that like, you know, we're definitely just show friends and you know, we're says and stuff. And then there's other people that have, you know, really changed and are, are really good people and, and have really, you know, turned their lives around as well. Like I'm the last person to judge, right? I mean, who, who might've put a, a label on anybody to they right. can't change. But there's 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 a couple you know that that it's just kind of like you grow up you know I mean we you're in we're not twenty anymore you know it's it's moved past all that so it it's interesting you know but for the most of it the cast is great it's cool and it's I think the trippiest thing for me is like going back last season was it was really like me meeting everybody for the first time because I didn't really know anybody when I wasn't sober you know right. what I mean and so when I got sober it was like just as it was Ashley's, literally her first time meeting them, it was like me meeting them in a totally different mindset. So that was, uh, it was pretty interesting. It was, it was definitely different. And certain relationships grew and certain ones didn't. And you'll, and you'll see that through this, through this next season.
0: How, um, you guys probably had to stop filming, obviously, right?
1: We, I'll tell you this, we've done some stuff through virtual, um, but no, we have not done it. We're on hiatus right now, as far as obviously with getting anybody together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's frustrating. You must be a little frustrated at least.
1: Well, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, I thank God I have other stuff that I'm working on. You know, I'm on the, I'm on the board for Red Songbird Foundation. You know, I work with the Los Angeles Mission. Uh, You know, I help get a lot of people into treatment and stuff like that. So I, I stay very busy and occupied and actually, it really allows me time. Like I'm, I'm actually kind of grateful that it, it stopped for a little bit due to the fact that I'm actually, I'm busy with all that stuff, especially in this time that we were talking about with coronavirus and everything that's going on. Right. Uh, you know, because we're actually, something that's really cool is we're actually putting a fund together. You know, we just, we're putting 20, we're donating $25,000. Uh, for therapy for all these people that have died you know with the with the coronavirus they've had so many loved ones die in the hospital and they haven't been able to say goodbye or anything like that and one of the foundations that I'm on focuses on trauma mental health and substance abuse and so we're out, we're going to donate a bunch of money for people to actually get therapy um, you know that are, are processing and grieving and going through trauma right now due to everything that's going on so we've been super busy with that stuff and then you know most importantly those have been to spend such, I've been able to spend such quality time with Ashley and Delilah um that it's it's been it's been amazing you know
0: yeah that's awesome and keep doing what you're doing i mean i give you like i said i genuinely give you so much credit cuz it's not an easy thing to do especially in front of so many people
1: Yeah, i appreciate that no it's uh again i'm just blessed i'm grateful to god to give me the, the opportunity to do this and uh you know it's it's uh it's just it's something that needs to be done though too you know in this day and age, this is the only disease, being alcoholism and addiction, in American history that's been on a steady incline with the amount of deaths, and a steady decline with the amount of success. And it's this has been going on for years, and I'm just so over it being overlooked. Right. Uh, you know, if we just if we just had one i'm not saying coronavirus is totally different it needs to be treated as such and that but if we just had one percent of the way that the coronavirus is being handled except you know towards opiate addiction or overdoses or something like that we would have saved tens of thousands of lives so it's just it's always overlooked so i mean it's just we need more people out there fighting for that and again i think people are going to be alarmed with you know how many people are going to come out that have overdosed and suicide and everything else that's happening, I mean, this is, we're in a scary time right now, and we need people to advocate for, for mental health, you know, and, and recovery.
0: So what would you suggest someone do, saying if they're struggling mental health-wise or anything, obviously, we're all stuck inside, um, you know, what would you suggest to, like, get your mind stimulated?
1: Well, I mean, for me, it, that I do, I mean, it, I've totally switched my total role, I mean, having a kid is, stuff is like I'm playing playing teacher i mean, to get my (laughs) mind stimulated I mean like dude I'm I'm doing stuff I haven't done in 25 years I mean I'm making little planters with Delilah we're we're planting (laughs) seeds we're doing stuff like that when we're up north we were outside I mean just embracing looking at trees you know looking at flowers and feeding horses and goats and Uh, You know, I mean, we're painting a ton, we're playing with Play-Doh, we're, you know, we're doing tons of arts and crafts, and I think, I think the main thing is, is I'm spending a lot of time talking to people such as yourself, you know, being able to to FaceTime with individuals, and I do, people may get mad at me or not, but I mean, I'll go down to my, a couple of my buddies have houses right on the water, and we'll go down, you know, physically distancing, not social distancing. Uh, we're, you know, we're mindful of each other's space, but we'll go on walks. We'll be about eight feet apart from each other and we'll walk up and down the beach just to, just get a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, and and again, it's, he lives there. We're mindful of all that. We're not, it's not people hanging out and stuff like that. And we're actually going to go up to, um, our house up in Lake Arrowhead just to go change, change the scenery, um, for us, but. I don't know i think for people it's just it's try something new pick up a new hobby like i found a ukulele in my in my closet and oh. i can't i can't play but I, i'll <laughs> try trying to play it. you know pick up something new i mean now's the time if you're you know instead of just binge watching tv or 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 staying on your phone try something different i mean there's a lot of stuff go back to all that grassroots stuff i mean i, I was fixing up my my bicycles my motorcycles pulling out surfboards you know putting <laughs> you know de-waxing them waxing them you know, I was just, I was, and I was, you know, this trying, looking at my old stuff and bringing back these things. I think it's, I'm so grateful to have Delilah because it, it helps me look at like, what's really important to be able to be a kid again. And just to like, look at life from her eyes. Like, you know, there she, she can keep me busy 24 seven.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be a stay at home teacher now, right? Homeschool a little it- bit.
1: Well, thank God she's only two and a half. I mean, she's already <laughs> smarter. She's already smarter than I am. But uh, you know, thank God it's just more of, of, you know, we're teaching her new words and we're teaching her. I mean, she can already count to twenty in Spanish, which is pretty impressive. Uh, Better than you know, I she's, can do. She's doing so. good. <laughs> I, it's it's crazy, man.
0: Did um did Ashley watch Laguna Beach at all? Is she from Laguna or no?
1: no she's not from Laguna, but she she definitely watched it. <laughs> she did.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you coming on and talking. I was talking to oh, Ashley. Oh, Mom,
1: Ashley I, just called me out. She said, Mom's a teacher. Let's be honest. You're you're more the, the <laughs> mathematical teacher, Ashley. I'm definitely the Disneyland dad. You know, we do PE together. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Get her to <laughs> yeah the physical up, right?
1: <laughs> stuff here, you know? <laughs> Tennis, soccer, volleyball.
0: Um, real quick, did you actually live with Dieter and Steven in L.A.? I read that somewhere.
1: Was that true? I did yeah we did we had a place I, I was never there I was I, I was over at Lauren's place the whole time but we had a place together so basically I rented a place that I didn't stay in
0: yeah so but we all had a
1: place together with me Dieter and Steven for like a year or so
0: okay why weren't they on the hills just no
1: interest so, uh Steven he's he's actually really pursued his acting career and he's really right. down that road and he doesn't want to get back involved in this side of stuff uh Dieter, he actually, I think, runs and manages hotels now, so I think he's kind of just, he's got a family. It, everything changes when you have a family, you know? Right. I mean, I think it's you just, again, is for me, I had an agenda of why I wanted to go, wanted to go back on the show. And, I mean, because it, it's it's intrusive, you know, and and uh, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't go back for at least, like, the recovery side of stuff. Um, but, I, again, is other than that, if there wasn't that opportunity, I don't think I would have done it either.
0: Was Ashley nervous at all to end up on reality TV?
1: Ashley, you there?
0: I know. Is Ashley still here?
1: (laughs) I think, I don't know that she was, I I would say she was very skeptical, but I I mean, she's a natural. I mean, she's got such a good personality. She's very, you know, I think the camera loves her. And I think she's, she's able to be honest and be herself, you know? So I think that's something that, uh really resonated with her um but for anybody it's, it's weird having a bunch of cameras around you you know in these situations and settings
0: gonna like trigger you again at all being on TV oh it did again. trigger me for sure it did yeah
1: it did for <laughs> sure uh i mean just being put back in those environments it's not it's not like i go hang out at clubs you know I mean? or go to these different things so it's i if we do stuff like that i mean So like that type of stuff. I mean, maybe once a year with, with without the show. Mm-hmm. If we go, we go for like an hour, hour and a half. You know, we go, say hi to people and then people start getting a little bit intoxicated. It's like, all right, see ya, you know? Yeah, so we're you not have, to have that boundary. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Who's your so, favorite person to film with?
1: My favorite person to film with? Yes. On the new season? Or, or, this new season. The old season, it's gotta be Talon and Cedric, for right. sure. But, uh, new season um, I would say obviously my wife uh, Audrina's amazing we love her uh, Frankie's amazing we love Frankie and Jen uh, and it's fun you know it's fun filming with you know Brandon and uh, uh, Spencer and Heidi are great too
0: yeah so um, someone wants to know about the prank you guys played in season two with the ketchup do you remember that at I. Do. House? Yes, I do. And that was all real. Gary, did you really surprise them like that? Oh, that was
1: all. That was one hundred percent real. I think we were three sheets to the wind when we did it, but yeah, uh, it was all real. All that stuff was was real. I think that was Cedric's idea.
0: Do you ever kind of look back and you're kind of like, wow, they really filmed like us teenagers wasted doing these things? Do you ever think that, or is it just kind of like it's a show?
1: I mean, I. I I I never really looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, it was, I mean, we were really doing stuff like that anyways. I think I'm not condoning it by any means, but I think most kids that age are kind of going through the motions right. of that. Yeah. Uh, and again, thank God that, I mean, it was, there was a lot of stuff that was way worse that they, thank God didn't get on camera.
0: <laughs> Is there anything that they didn't show that you wish they did?
1: Not, not on, <laughs> Season, yes, there was so much stuff they didn't show. Yeah, I'm. I mean, we shot so much good stuff, and I mean, not even just from us. Again, is there? I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Um, there, there are so many people that were going through different things that were open, vulnerable, and willing to share their experience to be able to connect and have relatability that I was, I was so shocked that they didn't put that in. I was bummed. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, and, and there was, like, three or four castmates that went through certain things. And, again, I don't want to, you know, talk about it because it was on them to put it out there. Right. Uh, but it was like, God, that was, like, not only is that amazing, but it's also, like, that would have helped so many people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I think they, like, personally... Is I think there was so much like again it's different this season, so I think it's going to be a lot better. I think it's going to be way better this season. Uh, but it was also it was hard trying to put everybody back that you know hasn't seen each other a lot of like maybe a certain groups st- stay in touch and communicate, but like overall as a cast hanging out like nobody really, like the whole group hasn't hung out together in that like ten year, or however many years it's been. So like to come up with different stuff, it was like the first year was like it was like awkward for everybody. I think this year's a lot more. This year is like 100% better. I think the show is going to be way better this season than last season. Well, I'm like excited. Back old I'm very back excited with old about calendar. it.
0: <laughs> so while we wrap this up, do you have anything you want us to know about? I know you have the awesome YouTube series, but anything else going on? No.
1: For, for us, I mean, yeah, check out if you guys are struggling with substance abuse or know somebody who's struggling with substance abuse, go check out you go on my Instagram. It's in my bio. It's just called the Jaws Diaries. It's just basically Ashley and I. You know, we're for a full year, so every week we're updating you on what it is we're going through, whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly. What we're struggling with, what we're not struggling with, what we've overcome, what are the new challenges we're facing. So, it's a it's a cool, raw, vulnerable documentary that we're open about. And you know, if there's things that you guys want to hear, you know, message us about them. Um, you know, we're sharing really our life's journey and. I think that's mainly, you know, really the main thing. And just everybody stay safe right now. Uh, you know, this is a crazy time, and I'm I'm sorry for everybody that's you know that's lost jobs, that's lost friends. Uh, you know, just stay safe, stay connected, and and right now is a time more than ever for us all to be supportive and connect with one another and see how we can best support one you know each other
0: yeah absolutely and thank you so much for doing this i mean as i've said a million times we're all so proud of you and i'm glad we got to see Ashley on the live as well um yeah yeah we're gonna keep rooting for you guys and i can't wait to see more content on youtube and to hear your story
1: we'll have to do this again 100 percent. this is great and thanks for all you do you know it's cool i I appreciate all the effort and stuff that you put into stuff and it's cool to see. I'm surprised. I don't know how you get so much of the content that you have. It's like stuff (laughs) I haven't seen. I mean, some of the stuff that I have, I thought I was the only one that had photos of them and stuff like with Kristen and I and other people back in the day. So it's pretty cool. So just, I appreciate what you do. Keep it up.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night.
1: All right. You too. Take care.
0: Bye. Hey guys, so you are about to listen to the live with Jason. I do want to let you know there are some like technical difficulties because it froze a little bit while I had it being recorded, totally fine, but I just want to give you that heads up. There are some parts that are a little little spotty, a little, um, I don't know. You'll see. You'll see when you listen to it, but that's what technology is for, right? To mess up all the time. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy either listening for the first time or re-listening. I think it was a great live, probably my favorite live that I've done. And I want to give a shout out to the Instagram at y2k.me. She does all the recording, and again, there are some like little technical glitches that you'll hear, but nothing too crazy, and I hope you guys enjoy it.